You know what happens? There's no closure, as Councilman Giottino said. There's no closure. If you vote against this, no, you are impeding the progress on us completing this project, and, and it's a disservice to the people who, who um, and the families that lost their lives on that day. Okay, don't politicize this. You're politicizing we should do everything in our power to move this forward and not and not be divided on this. It We've got to be united on it and, and, and stop the politics about engineering reports and Stephen studies and whatnot. It's never going to end at this rate. Four years. Call the vote. Call the vote. Mr. Bauer. Yes. Mrs. Castellano. No. Mr. Giantino. Yes. Mrs. Mason. No. Mr. Mello. Yes. That was a city council meeting from Hoboken, New Jersey, on March 20th, 2013. Hi. Welcome to Never Forget Radio. I don't know when you're hearing this, but it was released on September 11th, 2016. This is the fourth anniversary of this pod joining advertisers, recruiters, and candidates, and using this solemn day to be on stage. In criticizing the traditions of memorialization, including anniversary obsession, this pod has continued them. Today's episode is the seventh entry in our series, Empty Sky Rising, examining 9-11 memorials. There are many more 9-11 memorials than this pod will ever get to, spread over municipalities both related, like White Plains, New York, where I grew up, which lost several people, and many places not related at all, Utah, Kansas, Idaho, uh, France. Memorials try to decree permanent meaning. They seek to elide the messy shouting of the present day and self-consciously construct a simple moral past and get our story straight for the people of the future. But nothing about them is as simple as their intended effect, including the process of getting them built. Today we're going to look at a unique 9-11 memorial, which hasn't been built yet. A memorial in development hell. This past Friday, September 11, residents throughout Hudson County congregated at their respective memorials, including the Empty Sky Memorial at Liberty State Park and Weehawken's Monument built from steel salvaged from the World Trade Center. But residents of Hoboken which lost 57 residents during the September 11th attack, stood at a grove of ginkgo biloba trees at Pier A Park, planted in alignment with the former World Trade Center footprint. While the grove is beautiful in its own right, locals have voiced their anger over the city's lack of a proper municipal memorial after 14 years. How did this happen? Let's go to the headlines from local news sources NJ.com, Patch.com, and The Hudson Reporter. October 20th, 2010. Morning rush from NJ.com. Hoboken proposes permanent 9-11 memorial. Cake boss Buddy Valestro expands to Jersey City by Mark Bauer. Nine years after the September 11th attacks on the World Trade Center, Hoboken is unveiling conceptual drawings for a proposed 9-11 memorial. Mayor Don Zimmer expects it to be completed next year in time for the 10th anniversary. September 11, 2011, Patch.com. Ten years later, a widow wants Hoboken to remember. By Alan Skantra. June 26, 2012, NJ.com. 
Hoboken 9-11 memorial cost could rise by $200,000. Sinatra Park Repair, contract canceled. By Travis Fenchin. March 22, 2013, Patch.com. Hoboken 9-11 memorial delayed again. The city doesn't yet have a permanent memorial to remember those lost in the terrorist attacks on September 11, 2001. By Claire Moses. September 13, 2015, Hudson Reporter. City lost the most people in one zip code, but still no 9-11 memorial in Hoboken. By Stephen Rodas. Quotes in this episode come from very similar annual articles on the memorial's progress. Written in 2010, 12, 14, 15, and 16. Hoboken 9-11 Memorial unlikely to be ready by 15th anniversary. But City Secures Funding for $1.5 million project, Preps for Bids, by Marilyn Bear. Through City Council meetings and local reporting, we'll do our best to take you into the room where it happened. Or didn't happen. I do hope that by the 15th year anniversary, we will have a memorial to go to that we're all proud of, says Mayor Don Zimmer. Oh, it's so hard to remember. Welcome to Never Forget Radio, where, from the comfort of your own home or your device, and from the safety of the future, we can revisit the memory of 9-11 of George W. Bush and of all the years associated with both since been over a decade of disappointment, failure, and disaster. I'm no expert, but I'll be your host as we explore our recent past and try to reclaim it. Let's roll. Hoboken, New Jersey. I considered including a parody of a news report on this town, which was maybe the birthplace of baseball in 1846, and was definitely the birthplace of Frank Sinatra. What is America to me? A name, a map, or a flag I see? A certain word, democracy? Places are simultaneously unique and homogenous. Hoboken's 20th century is by some measure indistinguishable from a hundred East Coast and Midwest municipalities. The house I live in, a plot of earth, a street, the grocer and the butcher, and the people that I meet. Industrialization, immigration, wartime economic boom, economic abandonment, urban decay, artistic revitalization, downtown development, gentrification, and displacement. That's America to me. What draws me to Hoboken today is both unique, a place in the New York area with an unbuilt 9-11 memorial after 15 years, and ubiquitous a place in the New York area embroiled in a local political fight over waterfront redevelopment. Hoboken 9-11 memorial cost could rise by $200,000. Sinatra Park Repair, contract canceled. 
Memorials to mass-remembered events are also both ubiquitous and unique. This one is particularly unique for having not happened yet. So let Frank Sinatra stand in for both the newsy exploitation of hokey little town nostalgia and the affirmation that places do have unique features and characters. The pavement of the city or a garden all in bloom The church, the school, the clubhouse The 9-11 memorial The million lights I see But especially the people That's America We're here at Pier A Park in Hoboken to remember these victims. Family and friends and residents have all gathered on this very emotional anniversary. The theme for this event is a time to come together, a time to remember. The second, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Shorthand popular historical memory only has a very few spots available, and 9-11 ensures you a permanent little place in American history. Afterwards, Mayor Dawn Zimmer had a candid conversation with the Hudson County View on what this day means to her and the city of Hoboken. Well, I think it's an important day for our community to, to come together. So I'm proud that we've, we've kept this tradition going, of bringing everyone together on Piray. And, you know, every year people, people come, and, and I think it's a ritual for our community, and it's important to, uh, to, keep, to keep going with this ritual every year. It wasn't a battle. It wasn't a war. But people want it to have been. They want to validate their experiences. The memorial says, this happened, this was significant, like your parents and grandparents, you are known, you will be remembered. It says, I was there, I was here, look at my works. Across the Hudson River, the Twin Towers Tribute in Light Memorial shone brightly behind the dignitaries and clergymen who were speaking at the Hoboken Memorial Ceremony and they all remembered where they were on September 11, 2001. They shared some of their experiences and talked about the resiliency and giving spirit that Americans possessed after that infamous day 10 years ago and how it still exists today. We tend to think of these memorials as locations of big power, patriotism and flags, the ability to start wars, but they're also locations of smaller power, local power. The well-attended, roughly 45-minute interfaith ceremony which took place at Pier A, saw the Hoboken Color Guard, Boy Scouts, and Police Department get involved. Rabbis and priests led prayers, songs, and psalms to commemorate the lives lost back in 2001. So, to see a place that doesn't have one, where this self-serving process didn't work, is fascinating. Nearly 12 years after the terrorist attacks on the World Trade Center, a memorial for the 57 Hoboken residents who died on 9-11 has been delayed once more. Unable to come to an agreement on Wednesday night about approving a $500,000 bond for construction on the proposed memorial for Pier A Park, the measure failed. This is an abomination to the families who lost loved ones, said 3rd Ward Councilman Michael Russo. Everyone here should be ashamed of themselves. Today's memorial service in Hoboken not only reflected on the lives of those who are lost on 9-11, but it also really stressed a sense of community and kindness toward one another. It was during this time that the questions over the rightful allocation of the city funds were brought up. 
Under the impression that the council was voting for funds for a boathouse, Anthony Suarez said, You have $4.4 million for something you don't really need. There's other things you need right now. We could put that money towards the 9-11 memorial. In back of me, there's a picture of a planned memorial in Hoboken, which will be oriented toward the World Trade Center site. And it will also be a constant reminder of that unity. For Hudson County TV, I'm Becca Fair. First Ward Councilwoman Teresa Castellano said that Manasquin, New Jersey, didn't lose any residents, and yet they have a memorial. We lost over 50 people. We should have one, she said during the meeting. We ask all the time, and we get the answer that we're working on it. The anger at the delay recalls the anger at the many delays in the construction of the Ground Zero Memorial in Manhattan and One World Trade Center, formerly the Freedom Tower, and the bitter political battles over costs, the allegations of corruption, recall Silverman Properties and the Port Authority's uncomfortable maneuvering with what to do with the site. A mall has recently opened under the new Oculus. These people we're hearing from today, these bloggers, local newspapers, and council members, are expressing real feelings about the 9-11 disaster. In fact, they're expressing likely more direct and more felt emotions than the memorial will. Feelings of helpless frustration over bureaucratic and economic delays are rarely respected in the historical record. Construction on the Washington Monument began in 1848, but they ran out of money, and so it stood half-finished all the way until well after the Civil War, creating enticing meanings about an unfinished nation, metaphors that were maybe more meaningful than the reactions that have since been elicited by its completed form. The history of the stalled project began during the administration of Mayor David Roberts. The city proposed an island park memorial and footbridge in the water off Pier A Park at a cost of $4 million. When the city endured budget problems, the proposal became cost prohibitive. Over the years, proposals came and went. Councilman Michael Russo voiced his frustration last week. It's quite honestly, in my opinion, a disgrace that we don't have a memorial, said Russo. But he doesn't blame it on any one individual. He said the process has taken so long due to differences in opinion and the pressure for perfection. Councilman Ruben Ramos Jr. last week said, It needs to get done in the near future. We are trying to get this done. The 9-11 memorial and the New World Trade Center were most on the minds of New Yorkers when they were being designed or being built or while they were being delayed. Once completed, they faded out into the pile of tourist stuff. Even the divisive, splashy original name, Freedom Tower, became the utilitarian, forgettable One World Trade Center. This suggests that the function of a memorial is to be built, not visited. They're magical containers intended to store unwanted feelings, meant to sit there until they're occasionally needed for anniversaries. Since this event is still remembered individually where you were or what you were doing, each little town must have its own druidic resonator, linking the land through mystic cords of memory with 9-11 ley lines. We have been able to overcome all of these obstacles, said Mayor Don Zimmer. 
In addition, the city's 9-11 Memorial Committee has vetted a new design for the memorial, which then went to a city council health and human services subcommittee, he said. I wanted to briefly describe the designs of the planned memorial and the one that had to be replaced. And, well, they look like 9-11 memorials. A year after the attacks, the city did erect a small glass memorial at Pier A Park with the names of the victims etched into it. But it was damaged during a nor'easter in 2011 and had to be removed. The new proposed designs consist of six-foot-tall glass panels on a steel base with lighting. They're as recognizably of their time as obelisks or equestrian statues. It's like looking at the blueprints for a hulking battleship. It hasn't even been built yet, and already it feels obsolete. The original design needed to change because of challenges with the glass panels, wrote Melly in an email to the reporter. Mayor Don Zimmer said last week, In the past year, we successfully demonstrated a method to strengthen the panels and make them structurally suitable for the memorial, build consensus on a revised design, and secure funding for construction. This wouldn't be the first response to 9-11 that started out with high hopes, had to adjust to realities on the ground, and ended up in expensive quagmire. The fact that the delay in approval of this structure is largely due to sustainability and the ability of materials to withstand wind and weather underscores the coming climactic struggles to the New York region. Waterfront memorials suggest a long-term problem of sacred ground. Developers uproot cemeteries, demolish murals, pave over community gardens. What's the plan when the waterfront moves? Memorial designers, especially in this region, should, like coastal sandbaggers, prepare for hundred-year events. The city may one day be a memorial to itself, buildings poking majestically above the warm waves of a conquering planet. And I don't remember it being this hot in September 2001. The New York area might look different in 2101, but I'm willing to believe it'll still identify more with its feisty curmudgeoniness than with its solemn patriotism. Has this 15 years of unexpected redesign, political infighting, and angry blogging created its own fitting tribute? Yes, Counselor. Actually, I'm going to take a different angle on this and say this has just never been a priority of the Zimmer administration. Okay. It hasn't. And you can disagree with my opinion because it's my opinion. But when the mayor's been in office for five years now, and we still do not have this memorial constructed, 13 years after the event occurred, it's frankly embarrassing. It's now gotten to the point of complete embarrassment upon the city of Hoboken, this administration, and this days. We should all be embarrassed. We'll have a conversation at our subcommittee on Monday. Yeah, President. Uh, because right now it's another year. Uh, just two quick points. First of all, I think it's it's rather petty and frankly reprehensible that you would locally politicize an issue like it's this. Not by, that's not by, politicizing. By, by, that's the truth. I know you don't yeah, like it. By, by, I know you don't like it. By throwing no, stones no. at someone that you disagree with. Point number two, there's nothing that ever prevented you or us as a council from introducing a budget amendment to fund this in years past. I never heard you uh, say, let's it, oh. use, the, use the surplus to fund... We said that on the day uh, uh, the, uh, the uh, bond uh, failed. No, what are you speaking, talking about? I'm speaking, Councilman. 
Okay, that, get your facts straight. You said we could have done this. You, you, you never did it. Get your facts straight. We said use the surplus. We said it years ago. You could have years ago. Councilman, I'm not going to let you sit there and distort the record. You could have. I'm sorry. One second. Councilman, please. Bala, take a walk. Okapinti, take a walk. With no memorial, but 15 years of city council meetings, hand-wavings, accusations, cost overruns, local embarrassment, jealousy that similar places have got their shit together, passive-aggressive whispers, bitter sarcasm, and muttered, oh, here we goes, Hoboken has really got something here. They set out to build a memorial to a day, but they've unwittingly honored an era and a region. Fifteen years of anger, frustration, and embarrassment simply is a fitting memorial to the post-9-11 era. As for the 15th anniversary of the September 11, 2001 terrorist attack approaches, the city of Hoboken still won't have a permanent memorial on the waterfront in time for commemoration events. But the city now has the funding to build the new structure, city spokesman Juan Melly said. The city council voted at their July 6th meeting to authorize a $2.6 million bond to pay for renovations and improvements to various city buildings and grounds, including, but not limited to, parks improvements, 9-11 memorial, municipal garage, fire department, and city hall. Last year, Zimmer said she was hopeful that the new memorial would be constructed by this anniversary, but it was not to be. Two years ago, a design was rejected, two bonds failed to pass, and roughly $500,000 was spent on no memorial. Last year, the city spent over $26,000 for planning, largely for structural engineering consultant, according to Melly. The remainder was, quote, to transport the panels for testing at the deck glass facility, end quote. Go back and chop up the plans again. What's another year? Maybe they'll drag it out so long that they'll build when it's actually time to build. Later, they'll build a historical memorial. Not an open wound, but a healed scar. A place of recording, not revenge. Probably not, though. As for the glass panels purchased 10 years ago, the mayor explained they are not structurally sound enough to work with the prior memorial design. Since the city hopes to salvage the panels, they plan on incorporating them into a new design, quote, that is both structurally sound and aesthetically pleasing, end quote. Melly said the architect for the project is currently putting together the bid plans and specifications for construction. The next steps will be to fabricate the glass panels needed for construction and issue the bid for construction. The bidding process can be a lengthy one, Melly said. You develop the bid specifications, you issue the bid, if you have qualified bidders, then at the next council meeting you can award the contract, and then you begin construction. I'm not here to make fun of Hoboken. One of the motivations of this project is to track how quickly and how continually a conservative, traditional narrative was established for this disaster. Duty, honor, heroism, redemption, cleansing war. 9-11 was jogged into the existing cultural and political divisions and became a space inhabitable only by the right. They took total ownership of the event and its aftermath. 
And so while I've spent the whole subsequent years mocking things, retreating from things, and shaking my head, I've always wanted to mourn, too. But there's never been a space for people like me to do that. Maybe it's selfish, but like everyone else speaking today from the monster Giuliani to people who don't even believe there were planes, like everyone else, I want a piece of this. I want my experience to be validated. I want my 9-11 remembered. The cops already got their memorials. I want a memorial too. One that speaks to my version, my experience, my mourning, my aftermath. My 9-11. That sounds like a terrible hashtag that an advertiser would develop for today. Wow. My 9-11. And so I see this last unbuilt site as an opportunity for not another tribute to the day, but for a memorial to the whole catastrophic era that followed. But I know they won't build something to my taste. Surely when the official permanent Hoboken memorial is unveiled, it will be nearly indistinguishable from the neighboring shrines. Weehawken, Jersey City, Bayonne, Sandy City, Utah, Anthony, Kansas, France. This past Friday, September 11th, residents throughout Hudson County congregated at their respective memorials. One thing that everyone in this episode agrees on is that Hoboken already has a 9-11 memorial. But residents of Hoboken stood at a grove of ginkgo biloba trees. While the grove is beautiful in its own right, locals have voiced their anger over the city's lack of a proper municipal memorial after 14 years. A tree of this species survived Hiroshima. They live for hundreds of years, and their leaves even change in the fall. What really are they going to erect to compete with that? The trees won't be tied up in futurely obscure memorial syntax all shalls and one clear mornings and gave their lives, that intentionally archaic stuff we dapple our public spaces with. Their form won't be instantly dismissible by decade, glass panels, lists of names, lighting, so early 21st century. They won't have to hold up one assigned meaning forever. There's no certainty of future irrelevance for trees, because they're not the crumbling legs of a dead god. Some hunter a hundred years from now may just be looking for shade. Time doesn't discriminate between the glass panels and the trees. It takes and it takes and it takes. History obliterates. So I think that Hoboken has got two memorials already, the trees and the 15 years and counting planning dispute, that are more fitting than the final site will be. This city has not embarrassed themselves. They're not falling behind or running late. Hoboken has well and creatively memorialized 9-11. If they want to build one more, then they better get it right. It could be the last 9-11 memorial. So if that's the reason they still can't decide, though everyone around them has tried, then I'm willing to wait for it. I'm willing to wait for it. I'll never forget you I'll never forget you I'll never forget How we promised one day To love one another Forever that way 
We said we'd never say Never Forget Radio is a production of Bookstyle Publications located in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Music for this episode was by Snowcaps, Erica Rubin, Lynn Manuel Miranda, Old Table, and Frank Sinatra. Hudson County local reporters were played by me, Emily. Thanks to Emily, Rebecca Catherine Hirsch, Andrew Keller, Laura Janoff, and our Sinatra consultant, Aaron Pasternak. And thanks to YouTube user Romanesque, or maybe Roman Esquire, for uploading the city council meetings. And to local news sources, the Hudson County Reporter, Hoboken Patch, Hudson County View, and Hudson County TV for making this episode possible. Send your New York Harbor flooding prevention plans to Never Forget Radio on Bandcamp, Gmail, or iTunes, or Never Forget Pod on Twitter. Today's quote is the latest from Hudson Reporter, September 4th, 2016. Fifteen years later, Hoboken remembers September 11th, 2001, by Marilyn Bear. While the memorial has not begun construction yet, in the past month, the manufacturer has successfully fabricated one of the glass panels and mounted it to the steel base as a demonstration and proof of concept for how all the panels for the memorial will be fabricated and mounted, said Melly. The architect has told us that the bid specifications are nearly complete, added Melly last week. Thank you and never forget. <laughs>